It's that time of the week where we, the team, gets together for a chat about the best things in Houston. Today, we're going to tackle what we think the best museums are. In addition to producer Carleone Jones and newsletter writer Brooke Lewis, joining us today is our newest producer, A.K. Admutman. He's here to help out the team as I prepare to head out for maternity leave. It's Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. I'm Dina Kispe, and this is CityCast Houston. All right. Are y'all ready to talk museums? Yeah. Yes, we are. (laughs) Especially because Carly hasn't been to many, so this episode is really for you. (laughs) Well, look, look. So the thing is, is that I have been to a lot of museums, but it's typically when I go to another state. So, like, I've been to, like, five in L.A. I've been to, like, (laughs) a few in Washington. I even went to the 9-11 Museum in New York. So it's like, I like museums. I just haven't been convinced to go in my own city for some reason. All right, well, we're here to convince you to go in your own city. Okay. (laughs) So let's start with, like, the best hidden museum. AK, I'm going to shoot it to you. What do you think is the best hidden museum? I think it's the Roy Cullen uh, Sculpture Garden in the museum district. I think it is a very... A lot of people don't think of it because they think of it as, like, a park uh, in the middle of the... of like the museum district in Houston, but I think it's genuinely like, it's 25 unique sculptures made by Lily and Hugh Roy Cullen, uh, donated by them. And they're all laid out on this beautiful like greenery with like a maze to walk through. And like there's this Mm -hmm. spiral hill at the top that's really cool to watch everything from. It's a beautiful place. It's like right outside of the Museum of Fine Arts in Houston. And every sculpture there is is like very unique, very modernist, almost postmodernist even. And mm. it's completely free. You could just go there, walk around. If you if you're a person who likes walks on the park or likes to kind of like be more outdoorsy when you're having outings with your friends, I think it's one of the best places to be in. And now that we're heading into the fall, like with all the shading you'll find over Ooh, there, I think it's. Yeah it's the best place to kind of go if you're missing the outdoors because of the heat. So it's an outdoor museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of like a park. Okay, mm-hmm. so like, is there seating? Like if you wanted to have like a picnic out there, is that a thing or no? I believe there is an area where there is seating, like where there's like one of those like very small like uh, ponds, I guess, like man-made mm. ponds. And there's like a seating area there. But most of the place is just like uh, walking. But it's... It's not that big, if it makes sense. Like, you're not okay. walking for, like, miles on miles. It's not like Buffalo Bayou. Uh, <laughs> it's not a long walk. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, an experience on its own in mm-hmm. Houston. Like, you walk around it, and then you can, like, loop back around and kind of notice other stuff you haven't seen about the statues. It's interesting. Ah, I like that. Is this near the rooftop garden by Glassell School of Art? Yes, I think so. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I've only been to Glassell, like uh, Glassell. I, I never know how to pronounce it properly. Me but, either. <laughs> yes. I, I've, I've been to that school like maybe uh, once or twice. Uh, they're dope, but they make me feel jealous about my arts education. So I try to avoid them. <laughs> 
But yeah, to access the rooftop garden, you have to walk up all these stairs, but the view is definitely worth it. So I, if you're already at the sculpture garden, I highly recommend you just take the walk up to the rooftop. I feel like this all sounds like pretty like nice date nights in a way. Mm. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I think it would be mm -hmm. wonderful. Like it would be such a unique date to go on because I know a lot of a lot of like a lot of younger people nowadays and like a lot of our generation like wants to go to museums as a date quote unquote mm -hmm. yeah but they kind of just do the normal museum tour I think this like kind of subverts it in a really unique way I sound like a hipster but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like yeah it's like hey let's go to a museum and then you're taking them on a walk in a park and it kind of mm -hmm. looks like the Bridgerton maze and it's like, it becomes, it can become very romantic very quickly. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Brooke, what about you? What's your best hidden museum? Okay, so I think my best hidden museum is the Houston Museum of African American Culture. And Ooh. yeah, and I think a lot of people just kind of either forget about this museum or glance over it, but they always have a lot of really cool exhibits. So just based on the title alone, you can see that it honors, you know, African-American art and just contributions that yeah. they've made to the city of Houston. And mm -hmm. I like the first time I ever went was when they had the Sandra Bland exhibit, which was really, really mm -hmm. cool. I covered it for Houston Chronicle and um, I got to interview Sandra Bland's mom who oh, had wow. attended the exhibit. Oh, wow. And it was just a really like powerful exhibit that just went over like you know her death and just like how that transformed the police brutality movement and um since then i was looking at exhibits that they have just permanently throughout the museum and they have one that's called stairwell of memory which is mm -hmm. also honoring just other houstonians who have died at the hands of police so they have portraits of them including sandra bland and george floyd so I know that's kind of a somber thing that maybe you wouldn't yeah. want to like, that's like not the first choice that you would have on a museum day. But I think if you're looking to learn more about just um, black culture, black art, it's definitely mm -hmm. a place to visit. You know, like the thing is, I don't know why I didn't even realize that we had one down here. Like when mm -hmm. I think of like, African-American museums, I usually tend to think of like uh, Atlanta or something like that to be like where you should go attend them at. So to realize that we have one down here that has exhibits like that, like I'm really interested in actually going to that because I love mm -hmm. learning more about my culture. There's another exhibit that's a little bit less somber that's there all the time, and it's called the Jazz Church of Houston. And it just goes into Ooh. just the history of jazz music in Houston, which I think a lot of people don't even realize the history of jazz music in Houston. You would think like New Orleans, you know? Um, and mm -hmm. so I just think that's really interesting because I like jazz music and I wouldn't even really think of Houston as a destination for jazz. So definitely want to yeah. go check that out. Yeah, that is really cool. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Mm. I have to say my best hidden museum is going to be the station museum i went to one of the most powerful exhibits i've ever seen really back in 2011 and it was uh, george ghetto's witness to war exhibit he's an australian artist and 
he does many forms of art, different forms of art, but this exhibit in particular that happened in Houston was his first major presentation of his work in the U.S., which mm-hmm. is such an honor for Houston to have and to be able to get that. It was very heavy, let me tell you that, mm-hmm. but it really covered a lot of the ethnic cleansing and injustices from around the world and often un- underrated, underdocumented. Uh, he had so many pieces about what happened in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. He had so many pieces about South Africa, Palestine, Yemen, Iraq, and they were just, even though they were majority of them were paintings, they were graphic and they were just, I mean, I remember feeling physically ill oh, wow. when I was walking through that because of how heavy it was. But you know what? Like, I feel like the best museums also are the ones that are kind of heavy because mm-hmm. they make you feel something, you know? Yeah, like, it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, like, exactly what you described, even with ho- going to the Holocaust Museum, because that's something, too, that mm-hmm. we did um, as a field trip when I was in school. And I remember crying at that and just feeling very heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think that those are, like, the most powerful museum exhibits, even, like, the Sandra Bland one mm-hmm. that I was describing, where you feel like you can put yourself in the shoes of someone else because that's kind of what the exhibit was like you were putting yourself in the eyes of Sandra Bland and what she was going through and I think that's like one of the most powerful experiences when you can see how another human being might be feeling during that time yeah Mm -hmm. it makes it memorable it definitely like the fact that I'm I still remember those vivid images especially Rwanda that was so graphic and I went in there Honestly, a bit ignorant as to what happened in Rwanda. I didn't really mm-hmm. know. And you're not taught this stuff in school. They don't tell you about that. And I was just like, oh, my God. And he's really, it's like a diary of things that he's witnessed. He's witnessed, And that's one of the things that makes it so powerful is that he traveled to all these places. Mm-hmm. And he documented and painted and did all of this from like planes, buses, shelters, refugee camps, battlefields. I mean, I can't imagine his mental health and how this affected him to witness so much. Mm, It it made me realize that the Station Museum had so many of these exhibits that really touch on things that you won't really see in the mainstream. Mm -hmm. And that's like why I would title it as like the best hidden museum in Houston. And then they had this one in um, October 2021, October last year. Mm-hmm. called In the Sun Exhibit, which explored the meaning behind cross-cultural solidarity, which I thought was incredible. It touched on not just like the Palestinian movement and the struggle, but it also touched on Latinx and what their struggle is and just their stories and how they intertwine and what c- cross-cultural solidarity looks like, which another very, very powerful exhibit. Now, these obviously are not there anymore, but they keep bringing in so many incredible exhibits that, mm-hmm. Carly, are so worth it, in my opinion, for you to hit up. So I have a question. So for the mm-hmm. Station Museum, what is the like overall theme of it? Like, you know, how the Museum of Natural Science is about science. Like, what is the main um, draw for the station? Is it a cultural t- type of museum or? So like based on what they're website says Mm -hmm. it's basically an exhibition forum for local national and international artists with the emphasis on fine arts that reflects the cultural diversity Mm -hmm. of houston communities so it really touches on different cultures Mm -hmm. be it and and sometimes it's not all like devastating and sad and heartbreaking sometimes it's actually like really beautiful and touches on just like 
different embroideries and storytelling through the own embroidery, like the clothes mm. that they wear. But it's really like focuses on international communities and oftentimes communities that we have right here in Houston. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So it's a good place to go if you want to like learn about other cultures and the things that they've been through and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're very heavy on like freedom of expression, freedom of speech. Like um, I would definitely see it as like an activist space, like a space mm. for activists who have their installations up and talk about not just like social justice issues, civil society issues, like all of that stuff, political, ethnic cleansing, economic. It's it's a, an incredible museum. Okay. I got to check that out. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to move on to our most underrated museum. I'm going to punt it to you, AK. What would you say is the most underrated museum? Okay. I, f- I feel like I'm being a little uh, childish with this tone shift <laughs> that I'm about to pull. But I think, okay, I think the most <laughs> underrated museum in Houston, it is not as, uh, I think, it's not as impactful for us. But I think if you're like, if you want to go out with your nephews or your cousins or you, your children or whatever, uh, I do think that the Children's Museum of Houston is super yeah, underrated and a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think that they, like, it's it's surprising because they have all these, like, exhibits where it's about activities and, like, showing kids the different stuff that, like, make up the world and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I genuinely think that they, like, try to incorporate a little bit of, like, artistry into it in a really unique way. Like, I think right now they have an exhibit that's called Heart and Seoul, which is, which is based on, like children's leisure activities in Korea and Mm. they've kind of recreated it in this exhibit so kids can kind of see how like kids in in Seoul uh in in South Korea kind of play and like Mm. have fun together so it's kind of like this educational experience for kids but it's also like very artistic where it shows you like different cultures have different ways of like playing games and like and like doing certain things with each other as children and it 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 opens up a lot of like really interesting conversations with the kids about like what they experience in it I I love that yeah I think they do a lot of really cool stuff like they have like science based stuff like uh they show you how cars work and stuff like that so they have these like miniature like giant toy cars that you can ride around and sit in and pretend you're a truck driver or whatever and it shows you (laughs) like how transportation works and stuff like that um they basically recreated like a children's cartoon but it's a spy show and all these kids have to kind of figure out how to stop this like nefarious plot to take over like the museum it's it's a lot of fun. It, I, I'm even getting into it as I'm just describing it. And I'm a 28-year-old adult. That sounds so fun. I just love the Children's Museum. I was going to say that um, I just think it does a really good job of honoring the different cultures of Houston. So like just kind mm-hmm. of like what AK described just now. But then I was thinking about how um, recently they had um, they honored like the Mid-Autumn Festival celebration and they just had different activities going on during the week, um, including bringing like a national book award winner. And she was reading from her picture book, Hundred Years of Happiness. Um, and she's a Vietnamese American writer. So it just kind of shows how they honor like the diverse cultures of Houston 
And they're bringing mm-hmm. kids, like even at a young age, they're like helping them learn about the different cultures that make up our city, which is really awesome. It is because we have so many cultures here. Like we literally yeah. are the most diverse city in mm-hmm. the United States. Mm-hmm. So it's important that everybody understands the cultures and are able to respect them properly yeah. also. I yeah, agree. I should point out that since we're in this weird period of time where somehow the uh, the United States and a bunch of states is trying to ban books uh, for some reason, uh, we've gotten to this point. Uh, but but they actually have a really great collection of like really forward thinking uh, children's books because the the Houston Public Library has like a full branch of the library inside of the museum full of all these children's books from all around the world. So I think it's like a really great experience for kids to kind of see books from all different walks of life, especially Mm -hmm. in a time where we might not have a lot of those books in a few years. I have to say, I want to touch on like uh, how they really are such an an incredible representation of our city. They, Mm -hmm. they, one of the things I remember, I took my cousin back in 2012 with her kids and she was just visiting from Saudi Arabia for the first time. Mm -hmm. And they had a whole corner dedicated to Ramadan. And she was like, wait, what is this in America? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, isn't it so cool? And her kids were so excited. They saw like (laughs) Arabic writing and it was just it was so cute and adorable because someone visiting Houston for the first time didn't think they'd ever see that. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, see, this is why Houston is so incredible because it really is so diverse. And um, years later, she ended up actually moving to Houston. So <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> I don't know hey. if that's why, but hey. Shout out to the Children's Museum of Houston. Yeah. Getting people to move to, the, to our city. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now that's a powerful recommendation, Carly. I feel like you need to go. Okay, Brooke, what would you say is the most underrated museum? Okay, so I would say the Manil Collection. I think it's underrated because a lot of Mm. people are like, oh, I've probably been there before. Like, I think it's one of those museums that does get talked about a lot. Um, But it gets talked about, but a lot of people also haven't stepped foot into it. Maybe they've, like, walked on the grounds. I feel like there's always a lot Mm -hmm. of picnics going on outside, um, a lot of photo ops. But inside the actual museum, there's always a lot of cool exhibits going on. And it's just like a very historic and iconic part of our city. Um, And I think that Mm -hmm. it just gets overlooked. Um, And I was looking Mm -hmm. at exhibits that they have going on right now. And I think the thing I love about the Manil is that a lot of the exhibits are there for a long period of time. So there's one that I want to check out um, called that a he's like. So he's, he was originally born in Cameroon. His name's Samuel Faso. And he took these self-portraits of himself um, and kind of reimagined himself as these famous leaders from the Black Liberation Movements. So, yeah, oh, wow. which is really cool. So, like, he reimagined himself as, like, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. Um, there's even, hmm. like, a photo of him kind of like the – there's, like, an iconic photo of Muhammad Ali – that was published on Mm -hmm. the cover of Esquire, like in 1968, which some people might know what I'm talking about. And so um, (laughs) those are the kind of photos that you'll see in that exhibit. And that's something I really want to check out. And honestly, y'all, I live within walking distance of the Manila, so I have no excuse for as to to why I haven't been there in a while. (laughs) But like this exhibit is on is like on display until January of 2023. 
and it opened okay. um, last month in, in August. So that's why I'm saying they they're there for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And they're free. It's, the admission is yes. free. Yes. That is the, and it's open. Mm. I feel like, and it's open on Sunday, which I guess like a lot of museums are, but I just think that the fact that it's free and it's mm-hmm. just really accessible and you get to see art from all over the world, like that is something that you can't yeah. really, you know, experience in a lot of places. So I, I it's definitely mm-hmm. worth the trip. And Carly, look, if you ever go to the Manil, mm-hmm. you can have like a little picnic on the grounds, you know, yes. sit, eat, and then go check out the museum. So Ooh. you can spend like at least your entire afternoon there. Oh, this sounds nice. It really does. Yeah, the Manil is also like surprisingly, uh, as much as it's about its art that's inside it, it's about the architecture of the building itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the way you walk yeah. through the hallways and the way they have like certain things positioned with the windows and the yeah. walls and the hallways. So like mm-hmm. it, the building included is a part of like the art experience of mm-hmm. going there. It's mm-hmm. kind of like going to an architecture museum at, at the yeah. beginning when you first like walk up to it. So yeah, yeah. it's really it's cool. really some of the most beautiful architecture I feel like in the city. Oh my gosh. And they also yeah. have like another thing that you could check out Carly is they have movies on the lawn that they show which is also free. Mm-hmm. And so that's something. And they have a restaurant too across the street. So that's what I'm saying. This could just yeah. be like an all-day <laughs> experience. Yeah. Um you could like oh, go to like lunch. This. You could, you know, take mm-hmm. some photos on the grounds and then head into the actual museum and see some really, really beautiful artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was actually on my list of most underrated, too, by the way. Oh, like, <laughs> great minds think alike. <laughs> right? Because I'm still surprised that I meet Houstonians, <clears throat> Carly, who have never been there, <laughs> who have never heard of it. I mean, to be fair to Carly, until we just brought it up and I had to remember what the Manel was, I, 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 I will be honest, I forgot about the Manel. For, for, no. Yeah. I told you, I am That's so sorry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but. I think people just forget about it. Okay, so... What is the place that you would take a friend or, you know, a person like Carly who has not explored our Houston museums? Which museum would you take them to? Uh, I would probably go with the Museum of Fine Arts, Houston. I know it's the most famous one. I know it's the most Mm -hmm. popular one. It's the biggest name. But I do think that even Houstonians who have had to go to museums when they were younger or anything like that, like Mm -hmm. it ends up being like a very regimented experience when the Mm. museum is actually like a lot more interesting when you just like take it by random Mm -hmm. uh there's like random things thrown around that museum in really interesting ways like yes everyone knows about the light tunnel and i'm not trying to like under like sell the light tunnel the light tunnel's great we'll make every instagram picture look great like exactly But on either side of the light tunnel, when you go down the stairs to take the light tunnel, there's these like little skeleton and bone uh, graphs. They're not real skeletons or bones. They're actually made by an artist by hand. And then there's Mm -hmm. this like piece on the other side of it, which is like this almost like ancient like crocodile. It's super smooth skeleton that just sits and it's super elongated. It just catches you off guard. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll have like photography exhibits down where the light tunnel is. And they're always super interesting in the way that they like express like 
thematic like photography where like you're moving through a story with these photographs even if they're kind of abstract in certain ways mm -hmm. um and then my favorite part about the museum of fine arts in houston is their is their theater their film theater oh uh, yes oh my god yes <laughs> yes they're yeah. they're huge proponents of like film restoration classical films uh like that era of films that we almost lost so like not only is it like cool for a pretentious person like myself, I guess, to go and see a movie that was made in like in like Eastern Europe in like 1946 or whatever, but it's also like really important because it's the way we fund a lot of the restoration efforts for bringing back these like classic movies that mm -hmm. we could completely lose to time if it wasn't for the efforts of places like the Museum of Fine Arts of Houston. So I think they do a great service to the city, to the arts. And on top of that, they have a lot of really hidden things there. And you can get a membership for their like museum. And with it comes a bunch of free tickets to their movies. So every weekend you can take a couple of friends and just go like have fun uh, and like watch a couple movies, explore the sculpture garden. Because the sculpture garden that I mentioned at the beginning of this is, is like a part of the Museum of Fine Arts. So you could have a whole day outing out of it. And I think it's incredible. Carly, you got your next movie night idea. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Brooke, what about you? What is the place that you take like a friend who hasn't really explored the museum scene in Houston? Okay, so this is another one that's kind of hidden. A lot of people don't know about it. I feel like I'm a little biased because we had BIPOC Book Fest there <laughs> earlier this year. But it it's completely opposite of books the subject matter it's called buffalo soldiers museum mm -hmm. and for people who don't know who the buffalo soldiers are um shortly after the civil war the congress established the first peacetime all-black regiment in the u.s army mm -hmm. and so this museum honors those black soldiers but then also honestly any african americans that served in the army or military after the fact oh, wow. um and so they have a lot of exhibits just around that they even have exhibits about women who were buffalo soldiers which i feel like you know i didn't even know that like going yeah. back into history oh, wow. um and just like other military inspired art which is really beautiful because i think you just you know you think of war as kind of this like ugly mm -hmm. thing so you think okay what kind of art can come out of that but there's like really beautiful artwork that they have just paying homage to just african-americans that served um in the military and so it, it's a really really cool museum it's really it's close by to the breakfast club so <laughs> like pro tip you could do a little breakfast club in the morning stand in the line and then go to buffalo soldiers right after um, but yeah, I definitely feel like you should add that to your list, Carly. I will. That sounds like a two-in-one for me, honestly. Like a go to Breakfast Club. Because I, I still haven't went, y'all. I'm going to go. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's true. Oh, my God. God. And then <laughs> we have got to like take Carly. I'm going to like take Carly out for like a Houston breakfast. Yeah. Please come Houston get me, y'all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come get me and make me go. <laughs> the Breakfast Club is like an institution in the city. Yeah, like it's like a rite yeah. of passage. You have to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like the year can't end without Carly having Breakfast Club and like going to at least one of these museums. I so I think we need to like yeah. just follow up and, and have a report back mm. or us take her ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so the place I'd take you, Carly, 
is the Contemporary Art Museum because mm -hmm. I just love that they have this um, exhibit that they do every other year. Okay. And it, like back in 2013 is the one that I went to, which was the Houston's Teen Council had presented the Perspectives 181 Human Nature exhibit, which was so cool because also it's all art just from Houston area teens, which is Ooh. so amazing because you're looking at local artists and they're, they're like forms of art, which I absolutely loved. But then even better is that they're exploring human nature and what it looks like. I really love exploring local artists that mm -hmm. we have in, in Houston because we have so many and yeah. finding exhibits that highlight their work and put it up for all of us to kind of see and explore. Mm -hmm. And this exhibit in particular, it had 49 teens from around the city and it was from photography to video to sculptures. I, w I felt like <laughs> so inspired, number one. And number two, I was like, dang, this was made by somebody so young. And I'm yeah. over here like I can't even draw a face like or a hand. I would put that on your list to look out for to see when they have it. Mm -hmm. And I would check that out. That is so cool. So have we given you this like the most solid museum tour possibly <laughs> for you to hit up? <laughs> yes, yes. I have to go and see this stuff. And the thing is, okay, look, look, everyone. I love <laughs> art. I do. I really do. I just haven't, I don't know. I just haven't went in our city, but now that's going to change because y'all have given me some great options. So I'm definitely going to get into the museum scene down here. Thank y'all for letting me know your hidden gems and places to go. We got you. We got, got you. you. Get your calendar ready, Carly. <laughs> Tell us the dates for us to kidnap you and yeah. take you Group on trip. a tour. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Been great. <laughs> Alrighty, I really hope we gave everyone some new exhibits and new spots to hit up. Now let's check in with AK on what news he's been reading up on. Hey Dina, West Alabama Ice House is one of Houston's iconic hidden gems, and a big reason for that is that across the street from it is another Houston staple, Taco Sierra Caliente, a Mexican street food truck that has occupied a spot in Montrose for over 15 years. But now there's a new kid on the block. Coffee and Hot Teas is a pinup coffee shop. Its selling point, bikini baristas. Although the twist is that the two baristas, Shannon Nealon and Emily Baker, who are US military vets, are also the owners of the establishment. From their perspective, the risque nature of the business is baked into their marketing strategy. And they welcome the curiosity of all patrons looking for a cup of coffee on their way to work and maybe get some tacos if the legendary taco truck is there as well. That's a wrap for us today. We hope we entertained you and left you wanting more. Now do us a favor and share this episode with all your friends and your fam fam. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss out on any episodes we drop. You can do that wherever you get your podcasts. So hopefully they can continue the fight to keep books. I still, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs>